When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Some of those guys are still in jail. Still. Right. They, haven't, right. they, they haven't been able to bond out. But if you're doing it in Minneapolis after a police shooting, that's okay, but you yeah. can't do it in D.C. I see how it works. I got yeah, you. Yeah, no, you, you can't, uh, you know, take over our place, and, and you know, but uh, uh, these people are peacefully protesting. <laughs> Those are peaceful Boom. bricks they're throwing at the Boom. cops. Peaceful right. bricks. You know, I mean, they're such jerks. <laughs> they really are. In this double standard, man, it's it's nausea. CNN, these are protests, peaceful, <laughs> peaceful protests. protests. Boom! With again, peaceful bricks being thrown at law officers. I, I it's just disgusting. And now Antifa's moved in. Uh, Mike Tobin was reporting last night that uh, you know the, the first couple of nights were largely local folks from the neighborhood, uh, but as of last night, Antifa's there, and you know, come, folks hey, are coming in from out of state and out of town, and you know, join the party and. You know why? (laughs) You know why? This is not about the shooting the other day. This is not about police violence. None of that stuff. And they know it. This is about trying to remove and and defang, if you will, as much of the police as they can for their so, uh, uh, I guess you would say, societal change that they're trying to bring about and move us from capitalism to socialism. That's all this is about. Trying to disarm as much as they can, if, if you will make the police as impotent as possible all across America. That's what this is about. And and that's what, make no mistake, that's what Prop B is about in San Antonio. Oh, yeah. Making the police impotent, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, nobody seems to care about the people of color who live in some of these neighborhoods where the cops suddenly aren't there and uh, the crime rates go through the roof because you see that all pretty consistently, right? Soaring. I mean, they did that in Austin. Uh, and the crime the crime is already bad, but you, you defund the cops, and uh, the, there's not as many cops on the beat, and all of a sudden you got more crime. Fancy that. Yeah. But you're right. That's exactly what it is, man. They want to swap it out for fascism or a, 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 a state-centric uh, country where the government pretty much runs your entire life. And so, yep. uh, you know, both the Obamas are out, you know, uh, putting out statements, need to reimagine the police, need to reimagine law enforcement. You know, it's just madness, and I—that was my final thought last night. Was just this is madness, man. All of it. It's crazy. You know what's coming? I, unless I miss my boat, I, you know what's coming? A, a federal police force. Uh, yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. You know, somebody like Obama. He's laying the groundwork to to say, you know what? Here's the deal. These local communities, it's a mess. They can't handle it. You know what we need? We need a federal police force. And I just wonder if they're going to be dressed all in black with red armbands. I just wonder, right? Right. So, right. Probably. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Big old boots. You know, big old jack boots with the billy clubs, you know, yeah. always drawn. Yes. Uh, you know, right. And, uh, all kinds yes. of weaponry that they don't want you and I to have. But uh, exactly. certainly their federal police force would be... Fairly well armed, I'm thinking, uh, across the board. So, you know, we'll take care of this for you. We'll we'll handle all this mess for you. Uh, Meanwhile, you know, let me ask you a personal question, but it's also having to do with this very topic. Has the Treasury, the United States Treasury, ever printed enough money for you to become a police officer in this environment? (laughs) No. No. No, I mean, I, I, no. my heart breaks for law enforcement right now. It really does. Me too. You know, the, most of them are, a lot of them are getting out, retiring early, uh, you know, because it's, uh, they, they got a big old target on their backs and uh, there, there's no truth or reality to anything that happens if it's a white cop and a black person. You know, I was reading more about Dante right. Wright and this robbery uh, where he and his buddy were at uh, this apartment and tried to steal the rent. Allegedly, uh, from uh, uh, one of the women that was living there, was allegedly choking her with a gun pulled. 
you know, but he was a good guy. He was a great father, and you know, he, he, I'm not trying to dis dis him, you know, in posthumously, but still, the, the reality of who they were dealing with when they pulled him over is completely left out of the narrative. It's completely left out of the narrative that when they probably probably ran his tags because he had a out of uh, you know his license plate was uh, was out of date. They would have seen the stuff with the gun. Uh, he was out on bond. He hadn't, uh, he hadn't. That case hadn't been settled yet. Had not checked in with his probation officer. Had I not, talked about not, that this morning, right. and was saying exactly that that they ran his tags and it comes up on their computer, so they know who they're dealing with. Yeah. And keep in mind, cops are getting uh, shot in the head. They're getting stabbed. You know, for what? For nothing. Not doing right. anything. Sitting in their just for being sitting cops. in their patrol car. Yeah. Right. And so they're in that tense situation, and they walk up and they say, "And by the way, it was a black cop who said to him, let me put the cuffs on you for your safety and mine.' Which right. is exactly what they do. Let me put the cuffs yeah. on you, right? And he is the one that pulled away. Now the police knew." that they had a warrant on this guy for allegedly choking this woman and threatening her with a gun, and I'm not playing around, allegedly, and give me the blanking money, all those kind of things, right? And they knew what they were dealing with. They knew who they were dealing with. They knew the situation was tough, so they tried to put the cuffs on him. He yanks away and jumps in the car. You know, for somebody like a Benjamin Crump, who's never been in a situation like this, to say she knew she was pulling her weapon and not her taser, for him to say something like that, you know what they're doing, Sean? B- between the media and guys like uh, uh, Crump and Sharpton and all these guys, I'm fully convinced that they're trying to drive us to fight each other over skin color in the streets, and I, for one, am not going to give them that satisfaction. We'll, well, we'll, yeah. we'll fight over political ideals. We'll fight over politics and discuss all that kind of stuff all day, you know, have great discussions about that, but I'm not going to fight somebody based on their skin color. They can forget about it. It's not going to oh, happen. I- no, I'm with you there. I mean, it's skin color. Racism itself is stupid. It's just, you know, the, the idea of it is just completely moronic. Uh, but certainly they want a race war in this country. Guys like Obama want a race war in this country. That is why they're demonizing all of their political opponents as white supremacists. Even black people who voted for Trump now get to be white supremacists. They're demonizing an entire uh, uh, segment of the population. For that very reason. And it's not social justice. It's, it's social revenge, is what I call it. And, uh, yeah, they, they want us at each, other, at each other's throats, obviously. You know, and it's, it's, it's sick. <laughs> it's sick. Because people are actually dying as a result. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I said it yesterday. There there's, could be a war in this country at some point, and that's my genuine belief. Look yeah. at what's been going on. And not just yeah. in uh, Minneapolis. Or, uh, you know, in the suburbs there, but also in D.C. last night it was going on. It's right. never stopped in Portland. It right. just continues on and takes on different reasons. But that's it. You know, of course, they, they want they want this. They want this conflict. And they keep hyping it. And yeah. the, the, the deal is you're welcome to your own opinion, but you're not welcome to your own facts. And the facts are the media has continued to portray this as an everyday, every-minute occurrence. It's and it not. is not. It no. is not. The police in, uh, 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 have an occurrence, have have uh, a me- meetings with they, – they are pulling over black people and white people and Asian people and people of every – millions and millions and millions of times every – Every year, and nothing ever happens. And then you get one and one and one, and the next thing you know, the media and the politicians on the left portray it as if it is something that, that is continuous, it goes on all the time, and it doesn't. And and the only thing that I can surmise out of that is they want us to fight. And I'm not going to fight of somebody course. based on their skin color. I love all skin colors. We, we, can, we can fight over, uh, and I'm not talking about physically fight, I'm talking about with words, we can right. argue over politics all day. But I love all colors of all people. I'm not going to hate people based on their skin color, and I don't care how much the media or left-wing politicians try to drive us to that. Sorry, well, not going to happen for not, this boy. I'm not either. I mean, like I said, I, I was raised in a house where we just considered that to be a stupid idea. It is, <laughs> and it is. It is to make yeah. an estimation of somebody based upon their skin color. Right. Uh, but you're right. Uh, that's uh, that's the conflict that they uh, that they're egging on, if you will. And you look at this supposedly racist system. Look at what how look look at how this racist system treated this kid. 
He allegedly choked a woman with a gun drawn and kept her in her apartment, wouldn't let her leave right. until she gave him a bunch of cash, and he was out on bail. Right. <laughs> he didn't spend any time in but, jail. But he had violated his bail. He, he had violated, violated his bail. bail. Yeah, he, he wasn't, right. talk, wasn't talking to his, his parole officer. Wow, what a right. racist system. You think right. they would have exactly. been a little harder on the guy since he's black. You right. know, but he, they right. weren't. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, uh, quick break. We'll come back in just a second. More Warren Rima on the other side. i got to tell you about Bridgehead IT. It's one of my privileges to have them as a sponsor. And i got to tell you, when it comes to IT services, nobody better out there than Bridgehead IT. More than 25 years of taking care of businesses like yours, just like yours. When, when your business, I, I don't know anything about the size and scope of your business and what it is that you do, but I can tell you, Bridgehead can help you. Now, I've heard from businesses that have IT departments, and they say, well, I have an IT department. Why do I need Bridgehead? Well, your IT department is treading water as quick as they can. And before they sink, bring Bridgehead in to make sure that they are the greatest assist to your current IT department, helping your IT department get their nose above the water line so they can see what's going on and take care of your business. That's that's bottom line there. But many of you have small businesses, right, and you don't have an IT department. You have IT, but you don't have an IT department. Well, I may not need somebody as big as Bridgehead. Oh, yeah, you do. And you can use Bridgehead services as much or as little as you want. And there's no contracts to sign. So if you need them one day a week, you need them one day a month or whatever, Bridgehead is here to consult and help you with effective, smart IT solutions. Be prepared with Bridgehead IT at 210-477-7999. AccuWeather forecast today, cloudy and warm at 85. Tomorrow, cooler with a shower in 71. And Friday, thunderstorms possible 81. And At LifeLock.com, promo code RISK. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. There's enough vaccine that is basically 100% unquestionable for every single solitary American. Oh, man. That's my brother. When he starts making that noise... Things happen inside me, man. You know what I'm saying? Get it, Sammy. <laughs> Love it. Love it. KTSA Kitchen Designs by Giovanni presents Serving Those Who Serve. You can win a complete makeover for nominating an active or retired service member in your life. Just go to KTSA.com to enter. Presented in part by Quartermoon Plumbing Heat and AC Institute for Functional Health and Helen's Money Team Guild Mortgage. So Liz is hanging up the headphones, Manana man. She's gonna cover City Hall. That's it. Spike the football and walk away. I know. Yeah, it's so sad to see. I mean, I'm happy for her. I'm very happy for her. Uh, but still, you know, one of the first people I met and worked with when I first started, you know, at KTSA, came, come, coming to San Antonio ten years ago. And uh, you know, I she just uh, was a, always a joy to work with, and I know I was a complete pain in the ass uh, to work with. You know, <laughs> was you know, she, what do you mean by she's was? She's an award-winning journalist, and she's got to go on the air with me, you know, for three hours a night. I, I, you know, I, I feel so bad for her, but uh, you know, I mean, but you know, it, but beyond that, I mean, just we haven't spent a lot of time off the air together, but you know, she was very kind to my daughter and my wife. She fell in love with my wife, you know, about the same time I did, and I mean that. In a, in a friendly, of course you did. Uh, I know. loving way. Of she just really took my wife in, and and That's know, Liz. we went to see a Spurs game with her, and and just uh, she's just a beautiful person, and uh, gonna miss her. Just yeah, big time. golden human being. But she yeah. deserves it. She deserves oh, yeah. retirement. And as I said in my video, I, this is not the end of her, man. We're going to no. hear more from her. I can see her eventually running Fiesta. You know, it's like she's, <laughs> I call her the queen of the Fiesta. I call her queen of Fiesta, and she doesn't like it because there's a real queen. Anyway. And it'd be the best um, Fiesta ever, too. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. No kidding. God love a couple you, other things. God love you. Uh, yeah, we do. We do. Very much so. A couple other things that we were kind of uh, touching on uh, off the air. You, you you were mentioning that you were still on with your show when the Biden thing came yesterday. Yeah, Billy Evans. And uh, it was it was kind of yeah. gut wrench gut wrenching to watch and, and Harris Faulkner and everything. What <laughs> talk to me about that. What was going well, on? Well, I mean, that? we we played some of it live. In fact, Liz went to it live during her news break and then we went back to it during Biden's comments. Uh, and it was for me. It was painful to watch. He, it, it's like he could barely get enough breath going to even speak. His, I don't know if you've noticed, but he's barely able to talk anymore. You could barely hear. He's almost at a whisper at this point. 
Uh, and it wasn't just yesterday. I've seen him, you know, in, in uh, other uh, appearances over the past week or so, and it's just uh, his voice is barely there. Uh, I wasn't watching it while Chris was, and he said that uh, walking to the podium from his chair, it looked like he was out of breath. And uh, you know, I'm just—it just reinforces my thoughts that you know this, he's not running the show, man. Of course then, not. But Harris Faulkner gets on there. And I, normally, I, I have a lot of respect for her. I mean, I, I've watched her for years. You know, she's been with Fox, Fox News for a long, long yeah. time. Right. Uh, but she, you know, he, he finishes up, and they finish up the ceremony, and she's like, we have just watched the President of the United States give us his words of kindness and empathy like he does so well. <laughs> he is iconic at it. So <laughs> present and so kind. Sure. And I'm like, were you sure. watching the same guy I was? <laughs> he spent most of the time talking about his own family and talking about well, himself. Look, look, look. Look, look, Harris just got recently promoted and stuff happened to her over there. And they've got, you know, the the boys over there who are running the show now. It's not the old man anymore. It's his sons and right. and one, one of the one of the ladies they hired. They, they've all told them, man, you need to be uh, softer. You need to be more on the left right. and all those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't surprise or shock me at all. She wants to protect her gig. You know, she's she's happy and, and healthy and wealthy surreal, doing fine. Well, well, yeah. So, kiss a little Biden, Fanny, and you know you'll be yeah. good. You, you're golden. So, and that's what it felt like because he he looked like he was about ready to fall over. Man, I mean, it was sad to watch. Right, sad and surreal. Right. You know. Well, uh, and I watched at the same time. I was watching the Chauvin trial because I'm right. trying to to stay on top of that because I really think, I really think, and I've mentioned this to you before that we're set up. I mean, the, the media has set us up. For what we're seeing in Minneapolis right now happening all across the country, if things... Now, I happen to believe that a conviction is baked into this deal, that they spent a year now convicting this guy, and everybody in America believes he did this on purpose, and he killed George Floyd out of of murder and malice, and he hates black people, all these things that, that the media has just parroted now and set us up for for a year. That if any if anything goes a, a little bit twisted and he is not fully convicted and then sentenced to 82 lifetimes in prison, right. that things are going to burn in this country. I'm fully convinced that. So I've been yeah. watching this. I'm fully, you know, and I've been watching this. Instead of just taking the media summaries, I'm trying to listen to this and and say to myself, okay, you're an objective juror sitting on this panel. Are you going to put this guy away forever? Now remember, the. The standard here is beyond all reasonable doubt and only one person. You have to have 100% of that jury right. voting to convict, right? Yep. Man, I don't know. That's a, that's a, the defense has done a decent job of throwing some serious reasonable doubt into this thing. So all I'm saying is, is that we may have another hot, heavy, hell-bound summer in America. I pray not. I hope not. But the media, mainstream corporate media of this country, has sure set us up for that if things go a little bit strange in the in the Chauvin thing. Oh yeah. Well, and and consider this. You know, I mean, uh, uh, we we look at a guy like this. We we see reasonable doubt. Uh, we not even there in the courtroom can see. Uh, different aspects of this case where, yeah, a logical, objective person would say there's reasonable doubt here. Okay, but I think he's going to go to jail. I think they're all. I think I they're too. the victim. I think he's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail too. forever. Now, the claim right now is that the system itself is racist, but the system is racist against black people, and yet Dante Wright again, you know, alleged allegedly had been charged with committing an armed burglary of a woman in her apartment. Okay, and he's out. <laughs> you know, he's 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 not even talking to his PO, and he's still out. This guy on the who wrist. has plenty of uh, of uh, uh, reasonable doubt surrounding his case is more than likely going to go to jail for the rest of his life. So, if the system is racist, who is it racist against? I mean, Gee. in this situation, well, of course, we, <laughs> it's yeah, pretty easy obviously. to say. Show oh, it. yeah. De- definitely. And, and when you look at it, the reason there's reasonable doubt is there. what they have to confirm in a capital murder case, which is what they're trying to prove here, is you've got to prove he intended to do it, that he right. set out that morning. He woke up that morning and basically said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill a black guy. 
You know, or right. more specifically, I'm going to kill George Floyd. That's right. a man. I, that, that is a bit. Now, I agree with you. Like I said, I think a conviction and life in prison is already baked into this case because of a year long media mm. narrative that has been put out there. They're but it's hard for me right. to. Right. But it's hard for. Right. They're still not sequestered. Even with all right. the stuff that's going on right up the street, they haven't sequestered them. They're nope. able to see everything that's happening right up the street. But when you look at the, the evidence that's being presented in the trial, you got to go, uh, yeah, there's some reasonable doubt as to where his knee was. There's reasonable it's doubt as to what matter. George Floyd was. That's not going to matter, is it's it? It's matter. really not going to matter. Nope. <sighs> all right. Let's throw the bottom of the hour news in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and all the ships at sea. Back in a minute, more wearing rhyme coming up. We'll tell you about Alamo Water Softeners real quick here. Alamo Water Softeners makes great water softeners right here in the Alamo City. Hey, check that out. And, you know, it was begun by Alan Townsend many years ago. He and I were friends. He called me up one day. He was working for Brand X. He said, I'm going to start making them myself because I can make a better one and service them better and take care of more people. And <laughs> he's done it. He's done it. And now everybody on the station just about talks for him, is proud to talk for him and, and the company. Now, Alan's gone, but uh, Trevor and the family are still carrying on a great family tradition of an outstanding water softener, but also taking impurities out of your water with an outstanding water filtration system. You uh, check them out today at Alamo Water Softeners, and they will send over somebody, not a commissioned salesperson, somebody that can test your water and see if you need a filtration system and a water softener. All right, check them out today. Alamo. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. She was a training officer, and so it's not about training it's about implicit bias. It's about giving the same respect and consideration to people of color that we give to white American citizens. Uh -huh. oh, it's wearing Rima. <laughs> 550 KTSA, FM 1071. ERCOT has backed down. They initially said yesterday you need to... You need to conserve the power because we're going to get this little rinky-dink cold front come through in the next couple of days. And everybody went, are you kidding me? Where were you in February? <laughs> we're good. We're <laughs> so good. So the wind's going to blow. We'll be okay. Yeah. We'll make it. <laughs> temperatures temperatures going to make it to 65 on Saturday. Oh, like, no. no. Don't use any power. Don't use any power. It's going to be 65. Go. I'm like, open the windows, man. Come I'm on. i to go get some enjoy. bread, man. Toilet paper. Yeah, I can get to the store now. Paper. Ah, water, 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 water. I need water, man. I shut off the water so, again, man. Well, you know what's funny? Well, wait a minute. This is not a ha-ha funny. What's funny in an ironic way is they back down like four hours later because people are like, oh, give me a break, man. You know, I survived snow again. But, but you know what? I've been saying this. California has come to Texas in more than one way, and, uh -oh. uh, you know, uh, they're they're going to do it. I, I'm fully convinced Long about July and August to be like, um, you know, it's really hot. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. You're burning up, you know. But you got the AC right. running. Y'all need to shut that down. Y'all need to turn that off because it's. Uh, we don't have enough. We just don't have enough for you guys. Yeah, it I wouldn't think. shock me <laughs> after after uh, this uh, how things went with the snowstorm. So uh, you know, and, and that would be a horrible thing because especially in the summer when it's you know triple digits and you start rolling doing rolling blackouts like they used to in L.A. You know, I was uh, you and I talked about that once. I was actually actually out there uh, uh, mm. during a, a heat wave when they were doing the rolling mm -hmm. blackouts, and you yep. know, old people were dying in their in their apartments. You know, I mean, it was horrible. So, it is. You know, it's it's terrible. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. We. Uh we have another story here that Ford and GM and a lot of other Michigan companies right now are denouncing their state Senate voting bills. They have the same thing in Michigan right now under consideration that happened in uh, in Georgia. And they're talking about doing this, obviously, here in Texas, too, because we have SB7 in Texas. Now, what is interesting to me about this is that how these corporations are now being weaponized by the left in our government to push through a political agenda, whether it is this, and, and, and by the way, their biggest hang-up is voter ID, right? Because all the other things are all taken care of. All the other things are a non-issue. But one other thing that they're using uh, these firms for, these, these major corporations for, is to push the Green New Deal. 
Because right. now, John Kerry, the climate czar, said yesterday that, hey, companies are going to find it very hard to get listed on the New York Stock Exchange unless they have a commitment to the Green New Deal. So, And, and, and we have the word now that Wall Street corporations are teaming up with a Soros-funded group to pressure states against the election reforms. And these are the biggest names in the business, Ford, GM, etc. I could go on and name all these big companies. But here's how they're being weaponized, Sean, and this is what's bad news for for us if this happens, and, and I call it fascism, is that these companies would then go to the states, and the states rely on these companies to keep them alive without the income, tax income from these companies. Well, these states are done. It's over with. And so these companies go to the states, you know, come to Greg Abbott, and they say, hey, we're going to move. I'm just going to throw out Toyota. I just throw that out there because they're a big, you know, person. Right. We're going we're gonna to move them out of here. If you don't stand up against or get rid of SB7, right? right. And we're, we're going to hit the road. Well, the governor's got to look at that and say, wait a minute, how many tax dollars does that represent a year? And how many employment, how many jobs is that a year? And how many? And he's got to look at all that. And so these companies now going to these states and to the governors and the legislature of these states and saying, hey, if you support this, we're going to take our business elsewhere. We're going somewhere where, where it doesn't exist. That's how they're going to do all of these things and change our very lives. Well, they are. And, I mean, pretty much everything they're doing right now is is designed and engineered to take power and independence away from the states and centralize it in the, in the federal government. That's exactly what all this is meant to do. They're shaking down. I mean, you're right. They're weaponizing these companies, but they're also using fear against the companies and threats and shaking them down, like you just said. You know, well, if you don't uh, do this, uh, you know, you may not be able to get listed on the uh, stock exchange. I mean, they're they're it's it's insidious what they're doing. And the thing is, it, it is happening. I mean, I don't know how how do you even stop this stuff, given the balance of power in D.C. So I, I you know I, I agree with everything you're saying, and, and that's uh, uh, you you look at uh, the social unrest that's attached to a lot of this stuff as well. Uh, and uh, the, some of the stuff we were saying earlier about, in a, in a sense, weaponizing racism itself uh, to create conflict, you know, it's happening. It's happening right in front of our, our eyes. They're trying to destroy the country. This is how you build a new fascist state. You have to do away with the old state or the old nation or the old republic. You have to tear down the and it's not just you know financially or economically, politically. Uh, you got to do it culturally. Uh, you got to erase the past. You got to tear down the old traditions and institutions. I think that's why a lot of this transgendered stuff is uh, is so trendy right now. Uh, we got to talk about uh, that with uh, discrimination laws and and things like that. We got some stuff going on in Texas in regards to that. Because again, yeah. and you've said this before, one of the institutions you have to des- to destroy is the the family. Oh, the family's nuclear go. family. You you got to tear that. Gotta you got to go. get rid of that idea yep. that family comes first, or that you're loyal to a family uh, over uh, your loyalty to the state. Same thing with religion. I mean, they're at it on all levels. They're about everywhere. It. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. And, and they're they're remaking us in the image of China. Now, I just saw something on KABB that I need to to make mention of because this is shocking to me. What's that? Uh, Lieutenant Governor David Dewhurst has been arrested on uh, domestic violence charges, is what KBB just reported. Huh. And I'm like, whoa, uh, this guy, he came to, like I do that military breakfast every year, you know, military right. appreciation breakfast. He would come to that. He's a, you know, w- when he was Lieutenant Governor. And he he is a retired Air Force Colonel, was he, I think? I, I, I don't remember his rank. But anyway, big, big muckety-muck in the Air Force, you know. Right. Uh, I think he went to the Academy and all that. Anyway, his demeanor and his way of talking and everything, it's like this. Hey, man, how you doing? It's good to see you. Like, he wouldn't hurt a flea. Right. You know, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's not like Ted Cruz. Hey, I'm here. Everybody, look at me. You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this guy just, he eases in the door wow. and it's like, hey, look, Uncle Charlie's over there. You know, that kind of guy, right? Right, right. So, right. domestic violence charges, mm. that's kind of weird. We'll dig into that story a little bit and try to get some more info to pass it along. Meanwhile, I'll tell you about our friends 
friends over at Amogee, Amogee Bank is always there, always ready to take care of every banking situation that you have, whether it's for your personal banking services and you need an ATM card or you need a debit card or you need a credit card and a checking account, all those things. Or you need a loan for a home, mortgage, whatever. Their services are outstanding, and I know because I'm a personal customer, but also for business and particularly family business. Man, nobody gets it. Nobody gets it like Amogee does when it comes to family business because it's a strange dynamic, isn't it? I've been in family business all my life. I woke up into this world, and Pan American Speedway was there, and then throughout the years, all kinds of family-run businesses, and it's it's difficult. It can be really hard, but also super rewarding, especially when you have a teammate like Amogee. Amogee Bank is there to help your family-run business become all the success that it can be. Amogee N.A., member FDIC. The president has been consistent in his view that uh, there, the, the, there is no uh, viable end to the war, uh, military viable end to the war in Afghanistan. KTSA Kitchen Designed by Giovanni, presenting Serving Those Who Serve. You can win a complete, I think it's bathroom makeover, nominating an active or retired service member in your life. Just go to KTSA.com to enter, presented in part by Quartermoon Plumbing, Heat and AC. The Institute for Functional Health and Helen's Money Team Guild. Mortgage, check it out, have a good time, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. You know, here on the news feed, this San Antonio carting complex has been coming up a bunch, and I'm thinking now that you and I should go somewhere like that and race. That would be fun. You ever driven those go-karts? It's a carting complex, new new place they've just opened up out in the Marion area off uh-huh. of I-10. It keeps coming up in my news feed. And uh, being a racing guy, you know, I guess I get all this stuff. And uh, Right. You and I should go do a little heads up. You know, <laughs> match race, that would be fun, I think, don't you? I don't know. How much weight can those things carry? Uh, I've packed out some <laughs> since the pandemic began. <laughs> Can I fit my fat <laughs> ass into one of those things? I mean, is it like a little? Go, it's like a little cart or something, or what? It's a go kart. So uh, yeah, it's a go kart. You know, maybe a the strain old on my heart, go-kart. Trey. Maybe a strain on my heart. <laughs> I'm gonna take it easy. <laughs> um, I told you not to eat it. Not to eat a sandwich right before bed. Didn't I say that? I yeah, just, you we know, told you I we do dinner so late around here, and I didn't eat till about uh-huh. nine, and now I feel like oh mm-hmm. god. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I can't but I imagine. always feel like hell, so it's just you know my normal state. <laughs> I, I'd like to yeah. exercise and start eating better, and give up the smokes and some other things, and then start living better, and I won't feel like hell all the time. Mm-hmm. But, right, I've been um, saying that for ten years, <laughs> forever. Right. The Rolling Stones frontman Mick oh. Jagger and Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters, have teamed God. up. And if you don't believe in vaccines, you are a flat earther. Shooting the vaccine, Bill Gates is in my bloodstream. It's mind control. The earth is flat and cold. It's never warming up. The Arctic's turned to slush. The second coming's late. There's aliens in the deep state. That's a pretty mask, but never take a chance, says Mick Jagger in the song. Rock on. Well, you know, that Dave Grohl, he'll just play with anyone, you know. It doesn't matter who they are. (laughs) You know, I don't care. I mean, look, you know my thoughts on the vaccine. Yeah, give me the damn vaccine. But if you don't want to take the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. And if you don't want to take the vaccine, you know, that that dinosaur Mick Jagger ain't going to turn you on to it, okay? Uh, yeah, seriously. That's what, the only thing about rock and roll that I can't stand is that they really do think that rock and roll can change the world. And if we just write a song about it or have a concert about it, you know, it'll open minds. No, no, nobody cares. <laughs> if, you're, well, if you're anti-vax, you ain't going to change your mind because of a few lines. And right, and, and the other thing, other thing is they always assume that if you insult people, they'll see your way of thinking. You know, that's great. Well, that's what I was about to say. Um uh, let me just say this about Mick Jagger. Look, dude, you did pretty well so far without it. I mean, look at you. <laughs> are you are you walking around with formaldehyde in your veins? I mean, what is your yeah. preservative? I know it's not the vaccine that is preserving you. That's the first thing. The second thing is these same guys, I, I'm going to point this out every time one of these liberal, whacked-up, far-left guys from – Wherever, whether it's academia right. or the entertainment world, anytime they shame somebody for not taking the vaccine, uh, I got one thing to say to you, old man, both you old men, my body, my choice. You're, you're willing to say that and stand up for that on the abortion issue, but you're not willing to do that on the vaccine issue. What gives, bro? 
What's the story on that? It's, it's hypocrisy, and they, they you know, that probably even if you said that to a guy like Dave Grohl, who's like extraordinarily liberal. I mean, he's a very talented guy, uh, but if, he's very liberal. If you were to say that to him, what you just said, he it would mystify him. He would have no idea what you mean. I'll go right past him. Yeah, because I've I've done that to, with with liberals. I, I brought that point up. So it was. You want your hands off the body there with the abortion thing, but uh, you want the government telling you everything else to, you know, how to how to live, what to eat, you know, to, when to take a vaccine. Uh, isn't there some inconsistency there? And uh, they just look at you with like you know blank stares, like what do you mean? <laughs> they genuinely, intellectually don't well, see their own hypocrisy. It's weird. I think Mick Jagger is one whole complete blank stare. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. More Ware and Rhyme coming up in a sec. 18, by the way, is too low. You still don't know squat at 18. They ought to be in, in the mid-20s before you I, can you do know, it. It's just amazing to me that we even have to debate this. It's amazing oh. to me that, that, oh. that you actually need a law protecting kids from their own parents. Uh, 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 it really, in a sense, is what it's about. Right? Uh, no, you know, not in a sense. Totally, completely, that's yeah. what it's about. You've got it's that case abuse. here where the, the yes, the mom, the, the mom wants the boy to be a girl. The boy wants to be a boy, and the dad, you know, they're separated, oh, divorced, God, and the right. dad wants to be the boy to be the boy. So when he goes and visits mom, mom makes the boy dress as a girl and says, "You're a girl," and the boy's like, "No, I'm not. No, I'm not." It's criminal. I can tell the difference at this point. Yes, and when he goes to see dad. Dad's like, "No, you're a boy, so live as a boy." And the kid is caught in the middle, and the mama wants to go in and change his body. Change it's just, his it's insanity, body, man. It's insane that we need a law protecting kids from this. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, the kid doesn't know. You know the kid's got plenty of time to figure that out later on. Hey, your new deputy secretary of the uh, Department of Health and Human Services is for that, by the way. She's for. He's for. Uh, he. Uh, he. Yeah, it's a dude. I'm sorry. It's I don't do the whole, oh, that's a woman. Nope. No, he's a dude. That's he's a, a guy. dude dressed like a dumpy hippie chick, okay? And he is in favor of protect of allowing children to do this, uh, have these procedures. The oh, state should pay for it. it and mom them. and dad shouldn't have a, a say in it at whatsoever. It's insanity, man. Child abuse. That, in, in, in fact, what he believes in, and we're talking about Richard Levine. If you want to call him Rachel, I don't really care. Don't but that's either. a guy wearing a dress. <laughs> it's a that's dude, a guy man. wearing a dress, okay? That's right. all that is. But he thinks that the state... The state ought to be able to make that decision for your child. Mom and dad, to hell with you. He believes in what he would like to see happen in America. If the kid likes to wear, you know, girls' underwear and goes to school that way and goes to the to the nurse at the school and says, I want a sex change operation, that he ought to be able to get it. Seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Ugh. That is insanity. But see, Sean, we talk about it all the time. That is the collapse of of our culture in America. We're watching it just collapse all around us. Every every last moral that we had, everything that was a mooring to anything that was righteous and good and biblical, it's all caving in on itself right now. And the fact that we have people in this country who are doing this, that they are cutting little girls' breasts off. Ugh. I want you to think about that. Oh, I know it's a harsh thing to hear, but that's no, what no, they're no. doing. It, well, they're I mean, cutting it, people their breasts used to be... off. You know, horrified by the idea of genital mutilation, frankly, in the Arabic world. You know, it's something that most people, there was a time when you would just, you were, you know, just, it was horrible, the, the thought of it. And yet, this is the same thing. Different reasons, obviously, uh, but the same thing. You, you are saying that a kid should be able to physically, or that the adults should be able to physically alter a kid when they're still growing. I mean, you're not even physically, you're not physically done growing. When you're a kid, you know, uh, and uh, it's it's sick. It's it's amazing. Again, I just keep going back to the idea. I I am just mystified that we have to have a debate about this. But you're right. Even when it comes to traditional gender ideas, they got to do away with that too. I also think the transgendered community has been weaponized uh, in a sense. Of course, they using have. that word because you you give them because it's not really a community. It's really not. A minority group. It really, really isn't. And so you take this group of people who live this way, and you attach to them anti-discrimination laws, even uh, uh, more uh, protection, in a sense, when it comes to public restrooms and things like that. 
And then if you don't like a company or if you don't like uh, this individual or this business owner or this politician, man, you, you, you send the transgendered people after them. Uh, of you course I mean? you do. And that's exactly what it is. Well, you know who the biggest target is? is churches. They, oh, churches yeah. are the biggest target right now. They want churches to, to comply and buy off on all this when, in fact, the Bible is explicit about this stuff. There's no gray area in the Bible on this stuff. And I know sometimes I may sound like a Bible guy, but you know what? Deal with it. I'm a Bible guy. You're okay? a Bible guy. I, I am a Bible guy. That's what I am. That's right. what I believe. That's who I am at my very core. I'm a lover and a follower of Jesus Christ, okay? And I, I believe his word, and his word applies. And when I say things like we're a nation in judgment, okay, debate me on that when you see the fact that we have to put into place. This is why I'm not shocked by it. You say you're shocked by it. I know what you mean by that, but I'm not. I'm not shocked because I, we're a nation under judgment. When you see what's happening in our culture and, and the very fact that we have to have a law protecting children from a scalpel where they want to remove a boy's private parts and a girl's breast material that's a nation under judgment that's a nation that's going to hell that's exactly what's going on well and i you know and i always try to also you know present uh, uh the 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 more secular side of it in that we 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 are in hell we have created and not that i don't believe in what you're saying i'm just you know to take it to the other side uh-huh. Uh, yeah. uh, that uh, we we have brought this hell upon ourselves everything everything that's going on in this world right have. now is by choice of course we have that's right. And, uh, you know, America, the America you and I grew up in is almost fully gone. You know, there's very few traces of it. And I, and I, and, and, and many of the things that you and I grew up with being taught were, were respectful, were good, were right, uh, you know, as opposed to wrong, uh, that were positive things, that were attributes of people or of cultures that you celebrated and respected and held high has been inverted. Now, all that stuff is bad. All that stuff is all that matters. And that's why, uh, you know, I, I know it doesn't seem like a big thing, but if you've noticed, we've traveled in this country from things being right or wrong to things being either okay or not okay. And that in, a, in, a, in and of itself is a dilution or is diluting the whole idea of of right and wrong because right now it's all inverted right now what you feel and what you think is good well that, and no matter that, what you want to do is good as long as you want to do it <laughs> that's the point of po- that is the entire point of postmodernism and the truth war that we talk about and and when i say we're under judgment we brought that judgment ourselves we we totally agree on that because that's how we got here is that by doing the the foolish things and making the stupid decisions that we have made as a people that judgment is on us and so you know i i i fully 100% believe that that's the case here and and you know <laughs> getting out of it that's a very hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to believe. But that's the whole point of postmodernism is that you are in charge. There is no God. Your truth is your truth. It is whatever you believe is, is right for you. Whatever I believe is right for me. And leave us alone. Well, that's not reality. You're not dealing from a basis of reality. Well, and that's you're how not. you end up in the problem we got. You're <laughs> not. And if you look at the teachings of Christ and you just look at the basic teachings of Christ... Okay, if everybody lived that way, we would be a healthy, successful society. Uh, when you go to a, uh, 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 an individual-centric idea of society, it's all about me, all about me, all about me, you're not even in a society at that point. You, you, a society cannot operate, cannot exist, if it's just a, a group of individuals uh, all selfishly concerned about their own needs and nobody else and nothing else matters. It, it's impossible for a society to continue in that way many of the things that we used to you know hold as respectful and good things like uh, you know manners and respecting other people and respecting other people's property and not beating people up and you know all this stuff it, all that has to do with a society surviving and getting along with itself and people treating each other well and with respect and then when but when you go to a, a again sort of a narcissistic idea of society the society itself can't can't survive it's impossible it's, it, it, it really is when you look at what's going on. The fact we have to have a law to make sure <laughs> that physicians don't remove. Uh, 
It's it unbelievable. Is, it it is, really man. is unbelievable. All right, a uh, quick break for uh, a quick word here and traffic and AccuWeather coming up together and more wear and rhyme on the other side. You know, when you want to be safe in your shower, there's only one company that I recommend. That is Safe Showers. Joan and Chris are some great San Antonio folks, and this is a San Antonio company at Safe Showers. These Safe Showers are amazing to look at, even more amazing to use. A low step-up entry, a non-slip floor, all those things, so you don't have to worry about slipping and falling and hurting yourself in the shower, which can happen to even young folks who are very physically active and healthy. It's not age discriminatory. No way at all. A safe shower is important for everybody. And so they can get you a designer walk-in shower installed in your home in two days or less, professionally installed, with great warranties to back it up as well. All the accoutrement that makes it super safe and beautiful. And Safe Showers is ready to do it for you right now. Get half-off installation right now or 18 months, no down payment, no payments, no interest. Give them a call. Safe Showers at 210-655-1111. AccuWeather today is going to be cloudy and warm. Maybe a passing shower here and there, 85 for the high. Tomorrow, a cooler uh, day and shower and 71 or so. Friday, thunderstorm possible, 81. And a much cooler weekend, only in the 60s. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. I think the important thing to emphasize is that it is very rare. There were six women uh, out of the 6.85 million vaccinations of the J&J. Okay, um, on that topic for a second, man. Gutfeld brought up a really great point about that yesterday, and shame on you and me for not for not beating Greg Gutfeld to that point, okay? Because usually when I watch the five in the afternoon, he's parroting stuff that we already said. All right, all of them are. They're all they listen copies. to us, and that's where they get their yes. material, right? Yes, Jesse, Dana, right. they're all just copying you and me. But he beat us on this one. He was asked about the whole J&J with six uh, who came up with, uh, you know, had the blood clots. Blood using here, yeah. The, yeah. One, one of the ladies did die from that. And so he was asked about the, uh, you know, the numbers. And he was running the math on how many six you know, would be the percentages out of how many millions had been vaccinated with J&J. And he came up with a, you know, point zero 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 two five whatever, you know, percentage uh, you, that you have a chance of doing that. Or that you have a double the chance that you're going to be struck by lightning than getting a blood cut from the J&J deal, right? right? And right. then the women who take the pill and they get blood clots in the pill and all that kind of stuff. But he was asked, is, is that a high number, six out of how, how many millions? And he said, I don't know if that's high or not. Because we don't have the numbers of blood clots without taking J and J. If we oh, had that, right? right? Yeah. See, if we had that, then we could make some sort of comparison. He said, as far as I know, the numbers of people getting blood clots without it might even be higher. Right. True, you know, because uh, again, the virus uh, hits everyone just slightly differently, right? I mean, we know that because everyone's metabolism, everyone's system is just slightly different. So you're right. Without knowing how many people are getting it, are getting this, having this happen without it, that is brilliant. But that's why he's Greg Gutfeld, man, because he, his mind works like that. You know what I mean? I, I just think it's ridiculous that they're holding it up for. I'm sorry, six cases of this. I mean, that that it, it seems you know a little. Uh, over the top, you, you know what I'm saying? As far as a reaction to, of course, I know what you're saying. I agree. Stop, you know, uh, yeah. administering this stuff because of six people out of the millions who have already taken the. Did you pull the pill? Taking the vaccine. What's that? Did they pull the pill? The pill. The pill. Oh, right, the, right, right. Yeah, birth control pill. No. Women, women get blood clots from that too. So we're going to pull do. the pill off the market? What? I mean, no, it's it's lunacy the way that they're handling this, and it's going to be bad for for us overall because with the one stick we were getting. We were getting really out there, man. We were killing it, you know, crushing it right, in vaccinations. Right. And this is going to slow us down temporarily, but it's going to slow us down. Because this was the only single-shot vaccine, right? I mean, the others are right. all double shots. So Correct. I mean, that kind of screws me up because I was hoping to get my mom and myself done, you know, with a one shot. And, you know, and again, for six people, I, I don't understand the thinking behind it. I, I really don't understand the justification for, for pausing 
this vaccine based upon oh, those I do. numbers? Well, I, I mean, what do, you, what do you think the reason is? I, I think that they, uh, I, this is really hard to swallow for a lot of people, but I think Anthony Fauci and them are into prolonging this as long right. as they can. Just prolong. You know, uh. we had these these uh, Republican lawmakers who are also doctors who wrote him a letter yesterday demanding that he go to the border. You know, th- th- and, and oh, their man. point was, we we have made this we've made this point over and over again so we're importing covid it's coming in and we know it you and i have been told even after you've been pricked twice you still can't go to dinner you still can't be with your family you still can't go anywhere the, the fact that you get vaccinated you still can't do anything you can't return to normal life after you've been vaccinated but at the border we have thousands and ten thousands of ten thousands of children sleeping on top of each other wrapped up in aluminum foil like a baked potato and he has yet to address it he's yet to go down there he's yet to say a word about covid coming across the border right and so it's all this prolonging it and and stretching it out as long as they can because he stays in power and he continues to make the moolah the highest paid government employee on planet earth the highest paid government employee on planet earth and he's been inconsistent at best since day one and you're right he loves i think he loves the celebrity of it i think he loves the oh, fame. you know it i think you he loves it. being on tv i think he loves being the virus guy uh I, I don't know what his love of the biden administration is all about but he's obviously you know in on their side of things uh and uh and i mean this is a guy who just a few weeks ago tried to take credit himself for for the rollout of the vaccines that was entirely thanks to donald trump uh, <laughs> he's a little booger, is what he is. A little, well, you know, little booger. You made, made me think of. Well, it made me think of this speech that Trump gave over the weekend, where he first of all he called Mitch McConnell an sob, right? Yeah. And, but but then he stopped because he went totally off script, as Trump does, and he goes, no. "That Fauci guy. Have you ever seen anybody so full of crap in all your life?" <laughs> you know. It ain't poetry, but it's right on, man. You know, it's, yeah, he is. Little booger is really full of crap, you know. And he's really digging the, the limelight, and only Trump can cut to the chase like that. You know what I mean? Love that, because that's how we all think, right? We all don't think right. in poetry. I mean, maybe I do here and there, but it, it's really like I think this guy's full of crap, full of crap, and that's what Trump said. So. And that's the beauty of, of somebody like Donald Trump is he just talks like the rest of us talk. Yes. And Anthony Fauci is him. full of crap, and we all he know is. it. But he's making more money than the president of the United States. He's the highest paid government <laughs> employee. And you think he wants to hurry this one gone? Are you no. kidding me? Only all in right. government can you suck at your job and still make crap loads of oh, money. It's amazing. Make, tw- make twice what you're worth. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back after the news here on KTSA. More Wear and Rima coming up. Wagner Holick Custom Homes. Uh, great folks where your dream home is their floor plan. If you can dream it, they can build it. I always say that and always have about John Torres and the team over at Wagner Holick Custom Homes. And they do it all, by the way, every last bit of it. So if you want to start with a basic idea that you've been kicking around, maybe you, you know, what you got now and you're thinking, okay, I want to build a new dream home, but this is how I want to change it. This, 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 that, and the other. Maybe it's downsizing. I don't know. Whatever your dream home is, that's the beauty of Wagner Holick. They will build it the way you want it, and they stay in touch with you throughout the entire process at Wagner Holick Custom Homes. By the way, this Sunday at 4 p.m., tune into their show right here on KTSA, the Wagner Holick Come and Build It show right here on KTSA. Give them a call, Wagner Holick Custom Homes at 210-625-47. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. That's awful. That is terrible. Uh, oh, my God. That's awful. You know, I'm going to say something for the record, because that's the new pro-vaccine song with Mick Jagger. Dave and, Grohl. Uh, and Dave Grohl, who will play that's with awful. anybody, man. I, oh, You know, I'm man. just going to say it for the record, because you and I were talking about this uh, off the mic, you know, a okay, little while ago. Okay. Yep. Mick Jagger can't sing and he can't dance. Yeah. Mick Jagger so, cannot sing and he cannot dance. 
The let's man has no rhythm. What? All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about that for a second. What? What? Let's talk, let's talk about that because you knew it was going to start out that way. You knew the song was going to sound that way because yes. Dave Grohl is playing drums, bass, and guitar, and that's those the uh, that's all he knows right there is that right. starting with Chris. Can you restart it? Because he just knows that don't 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 and then changa 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 changa. That's all he knows. Yeah. That's all he right. can play on that blue guitar. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. This is Dave Grohl. Okay, boring. That's him, right? And then you're right. I hate the Foo Fighters too. There you go. Me too. I I do too. But then, then Mick comes in, you know, and he hasn't found a key yet. He he doesn't know what a key is. Like, Mick, can you do that in A? Right. Right. Whatever. Doing his Mick Jagger thing, and I just I've the tongue. The tongue. Yeah. Well, tongue. you and I were talking yeah, that he, you know, they kind of the Stones, because I've just never been into the Stones. I've just never got it. You know, every song sounds the same to me. Mick Jagger's singing voice, I think, is it grates on me because he's not it, he's not really singing. He's shrieking or whatever he, that thing he does. But see, they were the middle finger right. to the to the uh, you know to, to the, the whole establishment. establishment. They right. became the middle finger to the establishment, and and what really did it was Altamont. When when Altamont happened, and the Hell's Angel murder happened there, and everything that right. really solidified. Like my parents, you know, if if you had heads and socials, my parents would have been the socials, right? <laughs> Straight legs, conservative, that whole thing, right? Right. And so I, I remember my dad early on. He was like, "I'll never pay a dime to see them Rolling Stones, man." Hey, getting all those people killed out there in Altamont by the Hells Angels, teaming up with the Hells Angels, kill people. You know, so the the Stones capitalized on that. They were like, oh, oh yeah, yeah that's the bad sense. boys are rock and roll. Yes, right. exactly yeah, yeah. right. And you know what they had? They had one guitar riff that became iconic. <laughs> that's what yeah. they had. And then they had a couple of songs, you know, that, that that were you know iconic of that era, or you know, presented them with a. You know, it was a genuine zeitgeist. I just said zeitgeist uh, of that era. You did. Don't do that but again. I, but, Don't. But do I, that. We're banning that word. Zeitgeist. Uh, but if you I, say I that again, that's ten cents in the in the jar. You have to put ten cents in the jar. Zeitgeist jar. Oh, I Stop. just said it. They're, but you know what I mean? Like they were iconic of the era, but that doesn't mean they were a great band. You know, because <laughs> I just never got it. Well, no. you know, I was much more into the Doors. <laughs> The Doors, you had three phenomenal musicians and a weird-ass poet. I mean, that was music to me. But the Stones, I never got it. Just never got well, it. Well, look, if, if that was your, if, if they were your gig, cool. Good for you. But right. I'm just saying that it, musically, musically, they're, they're not really good musicians. None of well, them really are. You know, well, you it's know, like you listen to this, this. If you listen to it as a, as a musician, you go, that's a mess. What they're doing right there is a hot yeah. mess. It really is. You know, it's just a screwed yeah. up deal. But, I, I you was know, more people like it. I a Beatles it. guy. I was much more of a Beatles guy. Well, and, and, uh, people like that, The Beatles weren't great musicians either, but they had a great producer, and they experimented, and they did all kinds of great songs. But the Stones, everything just sounded the same to me. And again, Mick Jagger's singing voice just made my skin crawl. There's just something annoying about it. Well, and, and you think about their iconic records. One of them was uh, Sympathy for the Devil, you know. So everybody's right. like, ooh, that's really cool. Ooh, 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 that's really right. cool. And they've used it in television covers and all that. Along comes Lemmy, and he does a far better version of that Oh, really? Song, I've never heard right? of Lemmy. Version. Oh, yeah. He just wow. ki- oh, he killed it. Just absolutely. He was much better. I thought. My, my own personal opinion. But see, that's the thing about music. That's the thing about bands. That's the thing about musicians. Everybody's got a different taste. So sure. people are listening right now. They're big Stones fans, and we're not trying to mess on your Stones, man. It's totally oh, cool. Oh, that's your bag. There's totally a whole bunch cool of old hippies, Trey, that are hating our stinking guts right now. Oh, no. you know they, they have gray hair and ponytails. Wearing the tie dyes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, but, guys, it's fine. If you dig the Stones, cool right. on you. I, I, I'm not throwing on, on your Stones, man. I'm really not. I'm just telling my own personal preference. You know, May, Maybe every once in a while I'll get no satisfaction for the first 30 seconds that I'm done. Okay, so I'm right, just, you know, you know again, I, I never thought he could sing, and I don't think what that thing he does is dancing. But it's but more go, go back. shivering or quivering or <laughs> go back to the original. <laughs> well, people always say you know start me up at the beginning of a football game. That's really cool, and everybody yeah, screams. Yeah, yeah. I'm over it. But anyway, the reason they're in the news is the two of them, Dave Grohl and Mick Jagger, have come out with a song shaming people, vax shaming. If you don't take the vax, man, you're an idiot. You're a flat earther and all that crap. And I say the same thing to them that I say to Rob Reiner or any of these other far lefties who say that to anti-vaxxers. Okay, where's the whole deal that you were just saying yesterday about my body, my choice? You always say, my body, my... 
If I want to get rid of that baby in my body, it's just a hunk of flesh, my body, my choice. Well, okay. So if somebody says they don't want to take the vax, their body, their choice. Have at it. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, but see, they're just, they just always got to be right. (laughs) That's the arrogance of the left. You know, it doesn't matter when they're total hypocrites. You know, and plus the, the idea that you can shame people into behavior or you can insult people into behavior is just, again, it's not really attempting to, to turn anybody on to the idea of a vaccine or convince them of any kind of argument. All right? It's just to insult people whom you think are primitive or not as smart as you are. And I'm sorry, Dave, but every freaking one of your songs sounds like Everlong, and everybody knows it. There, I said well, it. <laughs> and, and look, mix the same way. So, Chris, one more time. This is uh, this is the way that every one of their songs sounds. Starts with the all right, two uh, two two on the tom tom, two on the bass drum, and then you know the riff. Go for it. I was a huge God. Nirvana fan. Yeah. I liked Dave better when he was just the stinking drummer. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. So. Uh. I guess it's. Uh. Is Fox reporting this that uh, Bernie Madoff passed away? Is that right? Fox oh no, is reporting I haven't that seen that. No, I, I still have yeah. it on Fox Twenty Nine. I haven't seen that yet. I think oh, they're. Wow. I think they're. Is that right, Chris? They're reporting that right now. Yeah, Bernie, Bernie Madoff. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's on uh, Fox. Bernie Madoff has uh, passed oh, away. Wow. So. More details to follow on that and everything else going on. We got it for you here on KTSA. More wear and Rima coming up. Uh, traffic and AccuWeather together next here on KTSA. I want to tell you about uh, Card Zeus because this is the place where Phil Candera has really had a dream years ago to buy cars and trucks from people who really were tired of the experience at the showroom or were tired of trying to private sell it. You know, they just wanted an easy way of selling their cars and trucks. And so along comes Phil with Car Zeus at CarZeus.com. Here's what you do. You fill out the form on their website. They send you back an offer. There's no obligation.